Okay, fifty-seven. Here we go. <clears throat> this is one of uh, this is one of our favorite psukim that we'll be discussing and we'll continue to discuss. This is passing Tehillim. We said on Shabbos. We said it yesterday. Tamur uki tov Hashem. Taste and see that Hashem is good. You got to taste it. Some people don't really want to jump in. They're a little too scared. They they need they need more information. You know, before you go on a vacation, before you go to a certain restaurant, before you go places, you like to you need to have a lot a lot of information. You got to see. You don't. Listen, you don't want to just go, it costs some money, it, it takes some time, some effort. You need, you need more. But that's not the way of Amuna. The way of Amuna is you have to just, you got to just jump in. Taste, taste, go, try it, go for it. And you'll see Hashem is good. It's Kedai. How do you taste that? Do you take it with a fork and put it in your mouth? Taste and see Hashem is good. It's a piece of uh, flesh from Doma. One must taste it, but in a different way. You taste it with your heart and soul. We already opened up a little bit and we said tam, which means taste, also is the same word as reason. Tam hadavr. Right? And we'll go a little bit weiter, is that, <clears throat> before we get into this, I don't, we'll see what he says in a minute, but when you have, it's a little bit from the Baal Shem, let's say you have a piece of meat, a piece of chicken, whatever it is. Imagine the size of it, whatever the size is. Circle. If you take a piece of that, you still taste the whole thing. But you don't need to eat the whole piece to get the taste. The taste, the tam, is in every single piece. Right? Because the, the word tam is also the same letters as... As I set my coffee? Not. Not. A little bit. Everything has... Everything has the same taste every and every little bit. Right? So we... We're not there yet, but when, when a person, when we hit the klal, when we, we enter into the, and I'm going to bring you confused, but we, when we hit into the, um, the re'iyah, the, the full vision, perception of emuna and dveikas, we're going to get there slowly, slowly, right? we have to build piece by piece, but as we've discussed, you don't always feel it in every single piece. Right? Oh, we said it with Penny yesterday with the marshal. Right, until you get to the door, right? When you get to the door, it's, it's step by step by step. You don't necessarily feel it until you open the door and then you see the vision. Once you see that big vision, then you'll start. Then you can have a taste in every single step. But before that, you're not there yet, right? We said we have to go up sometimes to then come back down. He says on page sixty-five: the more a person thinks of the Creator, piece by piece by piece, the closer he is to taste and see Hashem is good. You're not there yet. During the day, we're going to think about a Kaddish Baruch Hu. We're going to try to bring him into our day. We're going to bring out of our pocket Karav Hashem L'chol Karav, I mean, Kirvas Elokim Litov, Shis Hashem and Samid. We're going to bring these things out of our pocket. And it's not tasty yet. I know it's the Emes, but it's not yet a Gishmak. Because we haven't yet opened the door. Again, the Mashal yesterday, from those who didn't hear, is that a person's walking, a guy's telling you about some amazing sight but it's on the other side of a door. So I'm walking this long hallway. It takes step by step. He's telling me, no, keep going. It's Givaldig, it's Givaldig. And you're like, no, it's not, no, it's not. But once you hit that door, and it takes, it take a few minutes, a long hallway, you open that door, and in one second, it's an explosion. You see the whole thing. So we need Chizik on, 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 as, on the road. As step by step, step by step, step by step. We're getting closer to taste and see it's good. All right, we're trying. When you open that door, it all comes, you know, pouring in. So the more a person thinks about a, of the Creator, brick by brick, step by step, 
the closer he is to taste and, and see that Hashem is good. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, 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 the Kaddish Baruch will throw us a bone a little bit, which sometimes he does. And you do get a little bit of a sense, even before you see the whole, you know, vista or whatever the right word is, you see the whole panoramic view. Sometimes he does give you a drop, like in the middle of the day, something, something's, you know, going on hard. So whatever the situation is, and, and, you, and you hop into a little bovavi. Kodesh Baruch you know, Kirvas Elokim Litov, and it, it calms you down, makes you feel good. You get a little bit of a, a little bit of a zap. You're like, oh, this is good. Let me keep going. The mini taste and see that Hashem is good until we get to that overall panoramic Tamuru Kitov Hashem. Is there a Tamuru, like, it's not just things you also have to, like, be proactive. You have to see it. You have to let yourself see. It's, like, yeah. more than just tasting. You have to look for it. It's as much as you can. And, it, and that, that's believing in it. And when you believe in something, you, you go all into it. Mm-hmm. The, to the degree you believe them, the degree you go all in. If you're waiting to see the result, I don't believe it until I see it, it's going to take much, much longer. But if you're ready to go on, you really believe in a Kodesh Bovo, even though you can't see him physically, and you're ready to go all in, this will happen much, much faster. That's why one of the ways to this whole sugi is through tzaddikim. Because even though we can't see the Rabboni Shalom and just dive in all right away but the tzaddik we could see we believe in the tzaddik who brings us close to Kodesh Baruch and therefore there's a mila and a chisar and the mila is you get to a certain belief in a Kodesh Baruch faster because I'm piggybacking off the amuna, the avoda of the tzaddik but the, the chisar is is that as long as your amuna, your devekas is built from this medium of a tzaddik, or a parent, or a rebbe, whatever it is, then you're never really going to build the development of a personal, intimate relationship with Hashem. You're going to be stuck, which a lot of people get into this. They do get into the world of Tveikas, but it's based on their tzaddik, based on their rebbe, and therefore they hinder their own personal growth. So although it might be better for them to connect to a tzaddik than to do it on their own and not have any Tveikas and any Amunah, but a person should detach himself to a tzaddik at the beginning, and, in his, and then at a certain point, stop being the co-pilot. You have to go be the pilot of your own, you know, your own plane, your own ship. And at a certain point in a person's avodah Hashem, he has to feel strong enough that he can now, I dive in three times a day, I learn, okay, once in a while I need help from a tzaddik, a rebbe, I go to them. But otherwise, I'm on my own, and I could do this. I'm not nervous that if I miss one day of this, I'm going to chuck the whole system, whatever. You feel confident, it's been many years, now let's, let's start building on your own between you straight and the Kodesh Baruch. You know? It doesn't have to be you have to go to every single shear of the Rebbe. At a certain point, wean yourself off. You should, of course, you still connect to him. He's your Rebbe. He's your son. But you have to, instead of going to the hour shear, 10 hours of shear from this Rebbe, so you go six hours of shear and four hours you do by yourself. Right? It's weaning off. It's the same thing as to get sowed in life. The baby first, she... <laughs> Baby has to nurse from the mother a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and slowly but surely weans off. This is just the yisod that the Kodesh Baruch created in the world. I mean, it would be ridiculous if a baby would be nursing from his mother at 10, 11, 12, 13. It would be crazy. Right? It takes time. And then the, it's also on the parent to like let them go a little bit. It's, it's both. So sometimes a Kodesh Baruch, sometimes a real tzaddik, he lets you off. There's two different, there's two different ways. Rabbi has spoken about there's two different ways of tzaddikim. Some tzaddikim held on to their Talmudim forever because they felt that they are the life force of their Talmudim, and if, if they would leave their Talmud, then the Talmud would 
you know, just fall, and therefore they have to hold on. But that's not the mahalach, let's say in this shul, it's not the mahalach of Chabad, it's not the mahalach of, whatever, a different type of chassid, where the Rebbe, he builds you up, and then slowly but surely, he lets you <coughs> go on your own. I know that's the mahalach here, and that's, that's, that's a very, very important mahalach. What, what is that? What do you mean by that? It's Mahalchir. I think that's the way Rebbe. I think that's the way Rebbe's this place. He he allows people to come close, but at a certain point, he doesn't he doesn't let people uh, stay with him twenty. He doesn't have a gabayim. He doesn't have people all the time hocking him up, and he has hours or every single you know week the same people are coming back. He doesn't do that. He teaches you, and he goes on. He's not always available every single second. He wants a person to think. He wants a person to grow. That's that's a that's a mahalach. Some people, and it's hard for people sometimes. I need, I need more, I need more. Constant access. They need that, but his, but his it seems to be, yeah, I'm speaking myself, but I think this is the mahal, that that's, he doesn't want that, because if he becomes a crutch, that's not good. You don't want to be a crutch for anybody. You have to grow. Probably many people in this show have grown because of, because of that mahal, because he doesn't give himself fully over. He says, come. It's like, it's like the, 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 right? the, the, the mashal of Hashem. Right? You, you help the kid stand up and you help them walk a little bit, but at a certain point you have to step away so the kid can walk on their own. Ah, the kid's crying, it's painful, they fall, they have to get back up. They f- but that's how you learn to walk. We can hold your kid's hand for the rest of his life. We do this with our kids all the time. This is how we raise our kids, right? So this is how our Rebbe raises his children, which is us. So the twenty page sixty five. The more a person thinks of the Creator, the closer he is to taste and see that Hashem is very is good. When one reaches the point where he thinks about it very often, to constantly thinking, constantly thinking. All right. Just another marshal, even though it's mishalom are, are limited. And imagine you have a, a, a ten thousand piece puzzle. A five thousand piece. That's probably normal. There, there are probably puzzles five thousand pieces. A thousand pieces. Give me give me a, give me something normal. A thousand piece puzzle. That's normal, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you do, you do, one piece a day. One piece a day. Take you three years. So if you're only doing, if you're only sitting here, I'll just we'll just go straight to it, the nimshal. If you're only going to do this once a day, they say for once a day. So it's a thousand piece puzzle. I'm, I'm not I'm making this up, but Kodesh says you need a thousand pieces to build that riya, that that vision. So if you're going to do one a day, so it's going to take you three plus years, three sixty five, right? So thank you. Three years. But if a person's constantly thinking about it during the day, it's another piece and another piece and another piece. And he has an Isayon and he brings a Kodesh Baruch and that that's five pieces. It's as simple, simple as that. We could build the puzzle faster. The more we think about it, the more we think about it, the more we believe in it, the more it's in our system. When one reaches the point where he thinks about it very often, he'll be able to literally taste each moment this good taste. And to delight in Hashem even here in this world. But if a person really knows the concept, but then does not dwell on it upon, upon it often, one piece a day, one piece a day, one piece a day, it is only intellectual knowledge which cannot provide an inner delight and taste. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's basically intellectual knowledge. We're in, a, we're in a class, we're reading a book, we're trying to understand what he's saying. It's, it's basic, it's a little bit more than that, but it's basically intellectual knowledge. When does it turn from intellectual knowledge into heart knowledge? 3.25 p.m. What did you say? 3.25 p.m. 3.25 p.m. When a person's thinking about it during the day. 
when you when you go out of the book, when you close the book and you start thinking about it, or even it was, right, we said already, if you take the book with you to work and you learn, read it a little bit more during the day, that itself shows you're investing more into it. It's not just a class math class you go to, right? Every day, nine o'clock, I'm at math class, and then you're just waiting till it's over. You know, this is a geschmack class. We enjoy we enjoy the Rebbe, the the Bavavi. But the more a person thinks about that in the day, the more he's turning it into, I want to. I really want to. I'm investing myself in that. That's called heart knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's called us. And it starts to take over the whole system that becomes then your system. Slowly but truly. He says, the person will have wasted, so again, but if a person merely knows the concept but does not dwell upon it often, it is only intellectual knowledge which cannot provide an inner delight and taste. A person will have wasted the opportunity to attain the experience of taste and see that Hashem is good. Mm. As is well known, the purpose of creation is so that Hashem can bestow goodness upon His creations. What is that destined goodness? What's the ziv? aneg al Hashem hanos mi ziv Beginning of the Sharm. First time you read that, you're like, wow, it sounds great. And you never actually figure out what that is. And then the rest of Masil Sharm is like, Musser. What's he talking about? The beginning sounded so delicious. And then the rest of it was like, do this, do that. Stop with the gaiva. Taste and see that Hashem is good. The hana, the tainag, is this, is this taste and see that Hashem is good. Right? When Masil Sharm is trying to build you into a keli, that your whole, your whole life is, is elokus, is, is godliness. Most people miss that point. They just live this book like, a, like it's an army and you have to just keep these rules without the Borel. Where in fact, the Ramchal the entire time, and if you learn his other form also, Derech Hashem, he's very clear that the entire purpose of life is to turn, is to turn towards the Kodesh Baruch Everything that you do, the entire Mishil Hashem, every line you're reading is when you're working on your Gaiva, it's because you're turning towards the Kodesh Baruch when I'm telling you to stop being lazy, it's because you're returning you towards the Kodesh Baruch. He doesn't say that every single one of his Sharm, so most people miss that point. But that is the point. Iker, like we said, a lot of times at this farm, Iker, Chasm, and the Seif, and the main point is missed, and you're learning. Taste and see that Hashem is good. That's, that's the goodness. As Mesil Sharm says, anything else deemed good by people is vanity and deceptive emptiness. Anything else deemed good. The only goodness in the world is closeness to the Creator. The only goodness in the world is closeness to the Creator. So whatever mitzvahs we're doing, whatever, even Gashmis, if it's turned towards the Kaddish Baruch Hu, then it becomes closeness to the Creator. Then it's good. So even when things don't go well at work, but, but at that moment I'm connecting to the Creator, and you recognize and you trust and you believe, you feel whole even though on the outside it looks broken. You could still feel whole inside because you're close to the Creator. Feeling Him in the depth of one's heart and tasting the sweetness. That is why the Torah is called good. As it says, a good acquisition that's what, whoa, we just said in the Gemara the other day. Good acquisition. Because though, because through it, one can taste Hashem, so to speak. Through the Torah, through learning, one can have the greatest ability to taste the Kaddish Baruch in all different places. If we're connected to Moon and Vegas and the rest of the, the program. Okay, Hashem will continue tomorrow.